Welcome to the World in Sport, I'm Vinnie Wiley. This week, football's Oceania Champions League returns and Fiji and Samoa come up short at the Tokyo 7s. But first, the Solomon Islands Football Federation has regained full control of its operations following 18 months under a normalisation committee. The committee was established in 2013 to run the National Federation following financial difficulties. A new executive committee was elected by an overwhelming majority at the end of March and the president, William Lye, says the new administration is ready to dig in. There's always a challenging time in everything. The normalising committee has done a great job in the last one and a half years to bring football where it is now. This is supported by FIFA and OSC and, of course, the stakeholders in the Soma Orange. Football was always the game in the Soma Orange and with the newly elected executive, which is mandated to run football, I think we do have a bright future and challenging future, but we are ready to work. Yeah, because not only are you the new president and obviously the administration is now on its own two feet, so you'll take over that position as the Solomon Islands representative on the OFC executive. Yes, that's under the statutes of uh, Oceania football. And how important is that for Solomon Islands football to have a full representative on that executive committee? Because up until this year, that wasn't the case. Well, I think it's both ways. Eh? Oceania football needs some arms because we are a football nation and we are passionate about football in this country. Everybody loves football. And um, for us, some arms, we need to work together with the Oceania football region as a family to ensure that the game will be promoted, getting to the higher and higher. Football families is global, and I think Oceania need to do a lot to catch up with other confederations. I think with that in mind, Somaran as a country will contribute immensely to Oceania football. And uh, what's the situation financially now? That was obviously one of the key reasons that led to the Normalisation Committee and Subsequently, Solomon Islands had to sacrifice a number of your national teams weren't able to compete in Oceania competitions because you had to prioritise one team over another and try and cut costs. Um, are you in a better position financially now? Or are all your national teams going to be able to enter the competitions they want to? Well, financially, we're still in debt in the region of about $6 million. That one we need to cut it down in the next four years. That's important because football is part of business. And with the support of FIFA, and we are a football nation, we need to compete in, in all level of football in the ocean areas. I hope that stakeholders in Solomons will, will, will support us because I think we believe that those bad times are over. And, you know, with a new executive, we are sure that we work hard and people should have the trust in us to move the game higher, to ensure that everything is accountable, you know, transparent, and we move as a team, not only in Honora, but in all parts of Somalians. We give opportunity for the youth to play, to be part of the game. We will put more resources in rural football and bring the game to the provinces so that all opportunities are given to the kids. With that in mind, we should have the support of everyone in the Somalians. How hard is it to achieve those goals of taking it to all the rural areas and the provinces when, as you say, you are still $6 million in debt, which is a lot of money? How do you make sure you can get yourself out of that hole within four years? Do you, I mean, do you think that's an attainable goal? This is, for me, is the way forward. And I will do all I can to ensure that this will happen. Because it's not only, only us in the executive who want that to, to see happen. We will set a goal, a target, 
and we surely people in the Somans in the very whether it's a family, church, schools, provincial government, and business house in the province, they will come in to support because they know that this is the way that Somon football will get somewhere in the region, and hopefully we can win a tournament in Oceania region and be in the World Cup. You've obviously got a four-year term, and you've got a goal of cutting down that deficit and and uh, getting yourselves back in a strong financial position. I mean, what are some of the ways that you, you hope to achieve that? You mentioned support from sponsors from the local community. Are there other ways of fundraising, or is there a way of cutting your costs that you have a plan to achieve that? Two things we try to get more resources within the country, in the country. One is fundraising. The others, we're going to venture into commercial projects. One of them is in line, that's the sports shop which is OSC, get the funding from OSC to get a building and to start a sports shop. And uh, there's other opportunities which we will explore and work with stakeholders to ensure that we have uh, continuous uh, revenue apart from grants from FIFA or OSC or the government. Do you feel like your new administration has the support of the football community and the general public within the Solomon Islands? Our elected into executive was celebrated in the provinces, two in Aoki, in the Malaga province, central in Yandina, Isabel, and Kirakira, Temotu, Lata. So the way we are coming to power, that I come into power, which is have a, a, almost absolute majority, is 15 to 1, that's the result of the election. It shows that we are entrusted to do a job, and for some months, and I believe I will ensure that the aspiration of people will achieve that message will transform to, to everybody so that everybody work together to achieve our goal. That's the President of the Solomon Islands Football Federation, William Lai. The Oceania Champions League returns this weekend with all 12 clubs from around the region in Fiji to challenge for a spot at the Club World Cup later this year. New Zealand's Auckland City are the four times reigning champions and made a fairy tale run to finish third at last year's Club World Cup in Morocco. Gaicha from New Caledonia, Samoa's Lupe Ole Soanga and Team Wellington from New Zealand are among the first-time entrants. One of the regular contenders is Vanuatu champions Amakal FC, who finished runners-up in 2011 and 2014. Club president Andrew Leong has spent up large this year in a bid to take the final step. I've got four Italians, two Argentinians, one player from Switzerland. I've got uh, two Solomon players and three Fijian. I quite invest a lot, and like I said, I will respect um, Auckland City, and I think in our pool, Auckland City will be the best team to ever come to get the first position in Pool B. I would like to take step by step and play the first game against West Ham United from Solomon Island, which uh, they invest um, quite heavily to uh, on some input player from Europe. And obviously, I've got Suva, which is their home ground. They invest on a couple foreign players from uh, Europe too. And Auckland City with the last game, so I will take this game step by step. And when it comes to Auckland City, we'll see it again from there. How difficult is it financially to attract all those players? You've mentioned the Italians, the Solomon Islands, the Fijians. Uh, there's a lot of players. Uh, uh, they all cost money. Is it you yourself that's paying for that, or is, is the club finding a way for that? All this uh, financial, it's, it's only me, obviously. I've done that for the last, um, this is my fifth All-League for the last five years. And I just want to win this All-League for the population in Vanuatu, and that's that's the dream from for all the islanders, in, especially in Vanuatu, to win the O-League, you know, especially after the Cyclone Palm. Amical uh, will come very strong mentally because they will not play for only for Amical. 
and I will pray for everyone who got um, affected by Cyclone Pam in the last few weeks. And that's, that's what Amica is going to come. That's the motto of Amica for this Oli in Fiji. And what impact has Cyclone Pam had on the preparations for the Amicole players in terms of training facilities or, you know, obviously the homes they're living in and their friends and family? Is everyone OK? Have you been able to train or play any matches? After the Cyclone Pam, uh, obviously we were affected mentally and um, facility to train and to have our, our games, friendly games or the championship to finish it off. We're still playing the championship. But Amica's got an on-ground soccer field to train. So after four days, we were back to normal. Those foreign players, are they coming in mainly for the O-League or are they also playing in the domestic championship? All of them are here. They've been here for the last three months. They've been playing for the championship here. And obviously, we're doing well. We're leading the table now. And uh, that will be the sixth championship. We'll get it this year. But uh, obviously, they, they settle well and it's getting hot here. And so it's OK. They'll be right in Fiji, obviously. And yourselves and uh, Tafir are obviously a good rivalry as well with the two Vanuatu clubs. Uh, do you wish them well over in Fiji as well? Or, you know, as, as two Vanuatu teams, do you like to see each other do well? Uh, of course, um, the two teams will go to O-League and they will support each other. I mean, for sure, they will play Vanuatu after Cyclone Palm. And they'll be strong, mental strong. They've got a young team. But we will just want to go to the final or the semi-final so the next O-League. Vanuatu can represent another two clubs in the next Champions League in 2016. I just want to wish every club all the best. I want to wish Oakland City. I've got two of my, of my players, uh, Marco, who play defend, and I've got San Issa, who played my team last year. And obviously they're in Oakland City, so it'll be great to see them again. But uh, like I said, every club trained very hard, mentally strong, so it'll be a good competition in Fiji um, Suva this year. That's the president of Amakal FC, Andrew Leong. And the first round of games in the O-League is this Saturday. Fiji remain in contention for the World 7 Series title despite ending their winning run in Tokyo. However, Samoa took another step back after a brief respite in Hong Kong. England claimed the cup title in Japan to overtake Australia in the race for a top-four berth and automatic Olympic qualification. Fiji finished third in Japan after losing to South Africa in the Cup semi-finals, but they remained second behind the blitz box in the overall standings. Samoa bowed out in the bowl semi-finals in Tokyo, but assistant coach Rudolf Moores believes they are improving. We have a good tournament in Hong Kong and we have a good preparation from Samoa. We worked hard, but unfortunately we didn't make it to the final, but we, me and our coach are very happy about the the performance of the boys, but it's a different story when we get to Tokyo. We still ask to encourage the boys to keep it up for the performance, but during that tournament, there are a lot of games. We have a lot of uh, missed tackle and a lot of uh, decision-making not uh, work. Are people being a bit hard on the team this season? Do you think, obviously, the results have been largely disappointing and you're further down the standings than you would hope to be? Do you think people need to temper their expectations with, I guess, what is quite a, a young squad? And I know there's been a, a few injuries this season. Yeah, I think uh, the boys are trying to work hard and to keep it up. You know, there are a lot of new faces, you know. Just only two old players, but the rest of the team are very new. And that's why we try to encourage our boys about the tournament. What is your target for the last couple of uh, tournaments in Glasgow and, and London? Obviously, you can't finish in the top four uh, and get an Olympic berth. Uh, yes. So, so you know, what's the motivation we, going into those events? We first, uh, we are not uh, making to the qualify, but uh, we had to encourage the boys. Uh, we need to have to keep it up to uh, prove the performance, you know. 
that uh, we still have a chance to go for another qualifier for the Olympics. But uh, we're trying to keep the boys uh, uh, working hard. We have a new team, young boys, uh, but we have to keep it up and we have to push them for Glasgow and London. There's been a lot of comment uh, both in Samoa and uh, just from fans around the world about how the team's been going. Do you, Is there still a f- good feeling within the team? Do, yeah. you, do you feel support from the union or from within the team as well, yeah, despite we still, everything? Uh, yeah, we still have uh, a lot of support from our, our union back home. Yeah, and our people, they still support us, but some other people, they are still uh, criticising uh, the boys, the teams, because those are not understand. But the union give us a support, a, a strong support, and all other people that they understand about rugby, they still see, encourage us to keep the boys uh, in good shape and you know just keep it up and look forward for the next uh, tournament. The results in Tokyo with England winning puts them into the top four and pushes Australia out of that. And as an Oceania team, that means that as it stands, they would join you in that final Olympic qualifier later this year, uh, which. I guess would make your task of qualifying for Rio next year a lot harder. Um, is, is that something that you guys are thinking about, um, or is that a challenge that you would welcome if you had to overcome the likes of Australia to make uh, the Olympic Games? Um, you know, do you do you have anything like that in the back of your minds going into these last two events? That's why we focus on uh, for the next uh, qualify. We have to work hard. You know, this is we want uh, to qualify for the Olympics. You know, I think Australia they have to push hard uh, to. To maintain on the top four because they are on not um, too much point behind uh, uh, England, but you know there is a, a different story when we after Scott Glasgow and London, maybe Australia will. But if they not, uh, we still work hard for. That's our focus for the next time. We go there to keep the players' performance uh, good, but uh, we focus on uh, next qualifier for the Olympics. And uh, Ru- Rudolph, do you expect any major changes in terms of personnel for Glasgow and London, or is everyone fit, or is anyone going to become available that's currently injured? Yeah, of course uh, we have uh, we have changes in this because we have two boys uh, broken ankle, and one guy's uh, broken uh, uh, dislocated. Yeah. So we have another changes in our team. Yeah, in Samoa, when we get back, we work hard on next week, and then we have to finalise the team. We still have our changes because we have a lot of injury. That's the Samoa Sevens assistant coach, Rudolf Moores. The World Series resumes in Scotland next month. French Polynesia says it wants to host the 2023 Pacific Games. The territory's sports minister, René Timaharo, says he raised the plans with the head of the French Olympic Committee during talks in Paris. Mr Timaharo says hosting the event is a priority and Dennis Massilia has indicated his support. He says beyond the sport, the Games would allow France to project its image in the Pacific. The French government previously bankrolled the 2011 Pacific Games in New Caledonia and the 2013 mini-games in Wallace and Fortuna. And Papua New Guinea has claimed the top prize in the ICC Development Programme's annual awards, winning Best Overall Cricket Development Programme. 2014 was a memorable year for cricket in PNG, with the Barramundi's senior men's team achieving one-day international status and the PNG women's side qualifying for its first ever World T20 qualifier event. Great progress was also made at grassroots level with participation numbers in PNG now close to 200,000. The International Cricket Council's Head of Global Development, Tim Anderson, says it's particularly encouraging that PNG's rise is being driven by outstanding local development structures alongside strong local partnerships. 
Meanwhile, the Spirit of Cricket Award was given to Thailand to acknowledge its work with underprivileged hill tribe children and orphans in northern Thailand. Jersey, Malaysia, Uganda and Argentina were also among the winners. All of the award winners receive a cricket equipment grant to their respective national association. And that's the World in Sport for this week. I'm Vinnie Wiley. As always, thank you very much for listening.